0: And welcome to Talk to Be Well. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Henderson, Chief Executive of Behavioral Health for Providence, Oregon, and Chief Clinical Officer for Work to Be Well. Joining me today to discuss motivation and discipline and the importance of these things in daily life are three teens from Work to Be Well's National Student Advisory Council. I am so excited you're here today, and I'm really excited for this topic. So, as a reminder, The information provided today during this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not intended, nor is it implied, to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Let's get started by having each of you introduce yourselves, where you're from, and why does this topic matter to you? Who wants to kick us off?
1: Hi, everyone. My name is Haley, and I'm a junior in high school from Seattle, Washington. This topic is important for me because I personally struggle with keeping motivated and staying disciplined every day, and I feel that providing some insight on how I try to stay motivated and disciplined is help- will be helpful to you guys and hopefully provide some insight to like what discipline is and what motivation is. Hi, um,
2: I'm Sahasha, um, and I'm a junior in high school in DFW, Texas, and I thought this topic was really interesting because I've, I found myself juggling between the two of, like, how, how much, how disciplined should I be with myself, but also, like, when to just let motivation drive me and, like, let that be the determining factor to how I spend my day.
1: I'm
3: Larson, I'm also from the DFW area. Um, I'm a senior. And this topic is really important to me because in my early stages of high school, I really struggled to try and find a balance of motivation and discipline in my life. And also, like what times to kind of take it easy and give myself some lenience. So it's a really important topic that um, I delve deep into with my life.
2: Well,
0: I want to kick us off a little bit with the idea of let's make sure we all are understanding these terms the same way. When when we talk about motivation, what does that mean to you?
2: So to me, motivation is when you, uh, well, it's your drive to get to to do something or to uh, if you have a task or just a hobby. It's your what's making you want to want to do that and motivation in this realm when we're talking about motivation and discipline it's kind of like um, I I do something because I want to do it and not because I have to do it and there's no like outside factor that's making me uh, want to accomplish something.
1: Okay
0: yeah Haley kick us in there.
1: For me motivation is to kind of have an end goal that I hope to achieve which will in turn influence the decisions I make or the actions that I take on a daily daily basis. So for example, if there's like a Netflix show that I want to watch, but I have homework to do or stuff to study, being able to watch the show after all that work would be my motivation to do my homework. So like what Sahasra said, it would kind of just be a, something that drives me to complete my task or achieve a goal that I set for myself. And for discipline, Discipline to me means creating habits, routines, or expectations for myself that I have to stick to or achieve in order to achieve my end goal. And besides that, it also means having the determination to do something or having the self-control to not do something in order to achieve whatever goal I have set for myself.
0: Okay. Well, Larson, what about you? How does, when, I, when we talk about motivation, what does that mean for you?
3: Motivation is really um, kind of like Sahasha said, really, she hit it off with that one. It's just what drives you to do something or the reasoning behind the way you conduct yourself, whether it's like a goal, a large one or smaller ones, just in your day to day task. And then discipline is really just, I guess you could say, like a code of conduct for your life. So kind of having that self-control and the way you conduct yourself in your day to day life and also learning like um, your boundaries with certain things.
0: Interesting and Sahasra, how about you? With the what do you think of when you think about discipline?
2: I guess discipline kind of has a negative connotation for me, but I mean, what it is is getting something done regardless of how you may feel about that task. Or like, kind of like working out it's kind of. I, I feel like that's a great example for this. Motivation would for working out would be, oh, I want to work out today. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to have fun doing it. But if you're disciplined, uh, it, or if discipline's what not driving you, but if we're using discipline and how I'm going to work out, it's, I'm going to work out every day, regardless of how I feel that day. I'm going to do it because I know that it's good for me and I know that it's important, but motivation, it's, oh, today I feel like working out, but tomorrow maybe I, I won't feel like working out. And so I just don't. So,
0: You know, it's so interesting because motivation and discipline are, are, they they can have a lot of different words, but I think in the meanings. But I think in this context, um, I, I like that that kind of idea of of how discipline is sometimes playing into those choices. And it it kind of brings back to Haley. You talked a little bit about one example of motivation in Netflix. I'm wondering what else motivates you. I mean, what else gets you? You know, you know, you're going to go through this hard thing or or this mundane task because you're motivated to do to do that. What are some other
1: types of motivation we use? For me personally, what motivates me is kind of giving back to my parents because they're the ones that allow, allow make a sacrifice to let me move across the country myself and staying away from them. So for me, just studying hard and really getting good grades or doing my homework is something that – and try to trying to make my parents proud of me is something that motivates me because I understand how much effort they have put into – raising me and helping to create a good life for me. So even if these tasks like doing homework or studying might seem kind of repetitive or mundane to me, knowing that in the end, if I do well in school, I can make my parents happy or they would feel they would feel a sense of achievement in making the sacrifice of me being away from them, it's worth it for me. And so that's sort of my motivation for me to continue doing these tasks.
2: Go ahead,
3: Larson, what do you think? So I'm kind of spinning kind of off of Haley, um, except in like the opposite direction. So um, for a while, my motivation was um, external, just having that validation and being able to um, just get that feedback. Um, But then I kind of shifted and started getting my drive and my motivation for myself and being able to do things that I enjoyed and being able to see myself successful um honestly was a really huge incentive for me wanting to continuously do better in my life so i think myself or i kind of have this internal drive to constantly want to see myself do better
0: so how how about
2: you um all right I mean, I'm very driven by like academic validation, seeing that number on the screen, it makes me happy as annoying as it, as it, it, it is in the back of my head. I'm like, that shouldn't make me that happy, but it does. Um, but also, I mean, just knowing that the end result, if I do this work, the end result is gonna be great. Like for, for me, I'm in theater. So even if I don't wanna go rehearsal, I just wanna go home and go to bed, knowing that all of that work that I put in will create this amazing show at the end would it, it makes it a lot lot more worth it. And it gets me like, okay, I do wanna, I do wanna see this end product, so I should go to rehearsal, so.
0: Now that's a really great point. It's it's funny, the external things that motivate us. Um, I know for me, sometimes there can be things that like can motivate, can motivate me. I like, you know, and a great example is I try every day to get up and do um, spend time on my elliptical trainer and get motivated to exercise. But why it's always hard, you know, I can get motivated in the moment. Sometimes it can be really hard to stay motivated. And, and that, I think, is part of our, our culture that gets out there, especially around, you know, people have these New Year's resolutions or whatever it is. The idea of staying motivated. Why do you think it's so hard to stay motivated? Larson, what do you think?
3: So I kind of like the way you phrased it, um, especially uh, in our current day with New Year's resolutions, we kind of have this thing where we set this goal on January 1st and then on February 1st, there's absolutely, (laughs) we kind of gave up on that entire goal. And I think it's very much um, due to our culture um, and it's very, uh, I think today we expect everything so instantly. Like we re- we expect results overnight. And sometimes when we don't get that overnight or we don't get it instantly, uh, we kind of lose that drive and motivation to can- continue doing whatever we're doing. Good. Yeah, Haley.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with what Larson has said. I would also like to add that for me personally, it's harder to stay motivated when I'm over- overwhelmed with the amount of stuff I have to do. So, for example, if I have a bunch of homework to do and also a competition to prep for and also like stuff to do for my extracurriculars, it's hard for me to find like a, s- a certain event or a certain issue that kind of, kind of drives me to do <clears throat> what I want. And so I just become really lost. And so there really isn't anything that motivates me. And so that's kind of what I feel makes me hard to stay more stay motivated.
0: That's a great
2: point.
1: I've, um, I was actually Larson had said
2: what I had meant to say with the instant gratification thing, and I also because um, I'm going to sound like an old lady when I say this, but with our phones and our and social media, like it's that dopamine rush that we get from like okay, we scroll and something instantly pops up. We have to do so little work to get that gratification now that um, when something takes time and effort, and honestly, the the like results that you might get from whatever it is that you're trying to do, you don't see them until a lot later. And sometimes you can't tell because it's such a slow process that uh, it discourages you. And it's like, oh, this isn't working. It's not, um, I'm going to talk about working out again. But if you are trying to like get progress, I say this, I talk about it like I work out a lot. I don't. But um, uh, if you you are working out and you're like, oh, I want to get to, and you're doing it because you want to feel stronger, It's it takes a lot longer to feel that difference. And even then, you don't notice it because it's such a gradual process. So since you don't get it instantly and you don't get that instant dopamine rush or gratification of, um, of seeing progress and results and good sco- scores or whatever it is, it's easy to think, oh, this isn't working. I shouldn't, I should just do something else. I should stop. So, it's it's hard to stay motivated when you don't see everything immediately.
0: And I think, Sasha, you're bringing up such a good point because it's hard to stay motivated when you don't see the results immediately. And this is where discipline comes into play, right? This is why we're we're talking about motivation and discipline in the same conversation. You know, how do you maintain that discipline when you lose your motivation? What What are some of the things, the practices that you guys have that help you maintain your discipline when you lose your motivation. I know for me, one of the things that helps me maintain my discipline is, and this is going to sound kind of strange, but it's a little bit of guilt because I know, you know, I have um, I had knee surgery several years ago, and I have a routine um, that I go through every month. I go and see my massage therapist, and I know that she's like my accountability buddy, and she's going to ask me if I've been working out on my elliptical trainer, and I can't lie to her because she'll know right she can tell she'll know so for me what helps me maintain my discipline is knowing that I don't want to disappoint my massage therapist once a month what are ways that you guys use to maintain your discipline when you lose your motivation
1: for me i don't know if, i don't know if other people do it but for me i like to keep a little notebook with all the stuff that i want to like stay disciplined of so for example talking about working out again i am not someone who is really disciplined in the sense that i tell myself to work out every day but I don't actually do it so what I do is in my notebook I make a little chart with boxes in it for each day and so for each day that I work out I color it in with a different color and so I really hate it when there's like a big space in the middle of my paper that is just blank so when it's blank I it kind of like sparks my discipline and also reminds me that I have to do it because I hate seeing empty spaces. So that's just something that has been working for me so far.
2: That's a great tip. So Hashra, what do you do? So I I also kind of go by the accountability thing with there's an external person, like whether it's my mom, being like, did you do your homework? Did you, did you do your skincare last night? Did you? <laughs> like whatever it is, my mom's going to remind me. But also like having in school, having those deadlines that it, it, it has to get done at some point, whatever it is, my assignment has to get done at some point before 11.59 p.m. tonight. So I'll get it done. If that if that means I turn it in at 11.58, I still did it. So, you know, those deadlines help me a lot. And just like there's, if I don't do it, usually there's some sort of consequence to it. So I have to do it. Like, I, I don't really have a choice in my head. It has to get done. So it, keeping... External accountability is great.
0: (laughs)
3: Larson, how about you? I know I'm going to sound a little crazy when I say this, but I talk to myself. Like, I talk myself through the entire situation. And one thing I really learned that helped me out was replacing the word but with and. When we add but into a sentence, we basically cancel out anything we just said before. Like saying, this person is an amazing writer, but... You know, you're no longer worried about what that person is. You're worried about what comes after that. But and I'm the same way. So saying, oh, I need to get this done, but I'm too tired, kind of just psychs myself out of it and I end up not wanting to do it. So when I replace it and I say, I, I really don't want to do this or I have to get this done and I'm going to feel accomplished afterwards, it kind of motivates me to keep going and just adds that, I guess, um, that mental element of wanting to actually do it.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. That's awesome. You know, it it is so, it's such a great way of using a turn of phrase to change something from being a negative into a positive, into a motivator. And it's kind of that also that way, what you've all talked about is how you're using discipline to form healthy habits. Cause we know that it takes discipline to form habits. We know that, once something becomes a habit, then it becomes a need. And I know we keep relying a lot on working out, but I think it's true of everything, whether it's going to be a change in, um, you know, making sure that you do your skincare every day, making sure that you eat a healthy diet. And that, you know, if you decide that you want to, you know, eliminate something from your diet or, or change what you're doing, all those different types of things are important. How, how do you be patient in practicing discipline and and how does that help you out? I mean, having that patience and grace, how does
3: that help you out? I think, honestly, it took me a long time to kind of shift my perspective, um, kind of like I said with the um, last topic. I'm just shifting my perspective. So instead of just falling in love with the results and only wanting to see results, I fell in love with growing, like knowing that I improved myself in some way from yesterday. And I think that's the biggest thing, just knowing that I've grown and not necessarily that I'm at the point where I want to be, but I'm growing to that point is something that really helped me. I love that.
2: So what do you do? Well, I don't know that I do this, but I used to do this when it came to my skin care, but uh, taking progress photos or like just some kind of thing to track your progress. So I like, I have a picture of my face from before I started uh, for a different product and seeing that difference of how my face looked before and after uh, I consistently used my skin I, it, it motivates me to keep doing that because I can see that effort, however minimal it might, or I can see the difference, no matter how minimal it might be, it's there and it, tells me like, okay, well, if I keep doing this, it will continue. So I, it just keep finding a way to track your progress and how you're doing kind of, it will keep motivating you. And cause then you'll see that difference. So I found that to be very helpful for me.
0: Well, I think the other piece of that, when you look at skincare truly is, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I have used eye cream and face cream twice a day since I was 15 years old. And I can tell you now being older than 15, it makes a huge world of difference. Huge world of difference. Because I have friends who like never did that, didn't have, that. I don't know why this worked for me, but for whatever reason, I bought what I could afford. We could do a whole episode on skincare because I like love that whole topic. But uh, but that reality of that discipline, it pays off decades later and really makes a big, huge difference for you. Haley, you got any words of wisdom in here about patience and discipline?
1: Yeah, for me, like similar to Sahasra, I also think that tracking my progress has been something that's beneficial to me. So for me personally, I've started meditation about a few months ago. And at first, it was really hard to stay disciplined because you have to like dedicate 10 minutes of your life just to sit down there and be with yourself in a completely quiet environment. So at first, it was really hard for me to Stay disciplined to keep to that ten minutes of meditation a day. But going back to the chart that I mentioned just now, just tracking my progress and just looking at how many days that I have meditated has really helped me to stay disciplined. And I've also realized, like discovered, the positive effects of meditating. I've become my head has been a lot more clearer. I feel a lot more motivated to go to school to do my do my work, and so. I couldn't really see the progress that has been happening because of this discipline. So yeah, that's something that's been working for me.
0: Oh, I love that. Uh, Larson, do you have an example to share of, of maybe when you've had discipline in, in your life and it's paid off that way?
3: Honestly, the biggest one, um, would be, um, uh, National Honor Society president. I have cared about my grades for so long, like, I remember like kindergarten, like I was caring about those grades since then. Like I've always been that person. So just being able to constantly know, like prioritize my grades and understanding what it truly means to be a student and disciplining myself in that area and then paying off with, I guess you could say one of the highest positions you could have I could, academically within my school, especially with having a, school, a class of over a thousand people um, just in my senior class is something that really pays, paid off in the end for me.
0: I bet you that's going to pay off for you on those college applications too. <laughs> so Hosser, how about you? What's something that's, that discipline has paid off for you?
2: Uh, honestly, uh, with my grades, just seeing all of it kind of at the end of the semester, you see, you get your transcript for, and then you, you seeing those numbers. I hate that it does this, but it makes me a lot happier. So <laughs> um, I'm looking at that number. I'm like, look at this improvement. Look at all the, like all that work that I put in on late nights and studying. It, it it all paid off. I saw some. I saw a lot of improvement from the previous semester to that this past semester. And I hate that it does that, but it does. And I know that it won't be there forever. So um, just sitting sitting there and like seeing that improvement or those numbers, whatever it may be, it's like, oh, okay. So all that work paid off. All of those like that studying. Or like sometimes it meant not going out with my friends and studying instead. It, 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 all, it all ended up working out.
0: Well, I want to make sure that we talk about the fact that, that you know, I, for me, discipline is not always perfect. And motivation is not always perfect. And there are times when I do, you know, life just gets in the way and I don't get to my elliptical trainer. Life gets in the way and I don't get to do the things I need to do. But it also sometimes does come down to losing motivation. And what do you do? What are some tips and tricks that you use when you sense you're starting to lose motivation in something? How are you? How do you get it back? How do you get your mojo back? Larson,
3: help us out. Um. So I'm a huge self-care girl. Like I love self-love, self-care, anything underneath that category. I just love it. So Some days I just, I think, I don't know, something with my body, I think it's the biggest sign. Like when I'm nearing a burnout or anything like that, my body is the biggest tell factor of that. So anytime I'm feeling like I might be close or near to a burnout, I always take a day to recharge. I put my phone on, do not disturb. I um, read my favorite books. I might light a candle, journal, meditate, like Haley mentioned. And just being able to take a step back and realize that some days we just need time to recharge. You know, every day can't be a hundred to ten percent. You know, sometimes you have to just take a step back.
0: I love that. I just love that. I especially love the lighting of the candles and all those types of getting all those senses going. Who else has some ideas about what do you do when you're uh, losing your motivation? Haley, what you got for us?
1: For me, when I'm losing my motivation, I just try to take some time to just sit down and write down all my goals so that I can kind of remind myself of what exactly I'm trying to achieve. And it has been helpful in helping me stay motivated and kind of regain my motivation. And something else that I also like to do is to watch study with me videos or just study blocks because looking at other people being so focused with your studying help also helps me regain my motivation in like the study portion studying portion of motivation so yeah those are some things that have been really working for me to regain my motivation nice
2: I'm okay that actually like brought up a thought in my head I don't watch study vlogs specifically I love watching moving vlogs though of people just packing up all their boxes and moving to a different place or like new apartment vlogs I love watching those and they're like doing stuff the whole time. And that motivates me to do something. And whether that's like, somehow I decide to clean my room today or do my homework that just seeing other people do things makes me like, oh, I want to be included. I want to do things too. That'll feel so good. So I want to, and so that gets me to start doing whatever it is, my homework or my um, or clean my room, clean my bathroom, whatever it is. You know,
0: Sasser, you bring up a really good point because my daughter has a is horrible at cleaning her room. And, um, she brought over a friend and she and her friend traded like room cleanings with each other. Cause it's funner sometimes to clean somebody else's space than to clean your own. So kind of get that accountability buddy thing going on and, and having phone a friend and saying, you know, I need to get this project done. I don't want to do it on my own. Phoning friend is also always a really good thing to do, but I am going to have to start start watching these moving vlogs. I was not aware that that was a thing. So as we're winding ourselves up here today, I want to give a few minutes to each of you to talk about what do you, would you say to our listeners who are struggling with maintaining motivation and discipline? What advice do you have for them on how to motivate themselves and really dig in on this? Who wants to kick us off? Haley, go right ahead.
1: First of all, I would just like to say it's completely normal and to feel like you're not as motivated as you are or not as disciplined as you want to be. And so I would say just to take some time to really take care of yourselves, kind of think about the goals that you want to achieve and kind of just focusing yourself on what exactly you want to achieve and also taking time to take care of yourselves. Like, for example, like Larson mentioned, doing skincare, meditating. And so things that are just gonna make you happy or more motivated, I think you should really dedicate some time to doing those stuff because those are gonna be really helpful in helping you to stay disciplined or motivated.
2: I think finding, um, like an making an activity out of what it is that you wanted to do, because Dr. Robin, you had mentioned um, your your daughter had, had her friend come over to help in her room. That reminded me. So when I was really little, um, and I, I used to do like an outside tutoring thing, work, thing and they give you work to do over the course of a week and um, I remember one day and to do that work I can I like pretended I was a teacher and I was giving the homework to this imaginary little stuffed animal on the across the table but obviously the stuffed animal can't do the work right because it's an animal a stuffed animal so then I would like pretend I was doing the. Uh, I was telling this animal to do the work, and then I turn and then like backstage or whatever. I don't know. I do the work really quickly, and then I go back to pretending I was the teacher. And um and this animal had done the work, now I'm correcting the work or I'm grading the work, and then give myself a little check. And so that got me to do the work. So I'm finding making a little activity out of whatever it is you're trying to do.
0: Okay, I love that. The visual on that is just remarkable, Sasha. That is remarkable. <laughs> I've heard of tea parties, but I've never heard of, of, of the teacher-student relationship with the uh, with the stuffed animals. That's, that is awesome. Larson, how about you?
3: What's your advice? Honestly, it would be to, um, I guess, find inspiration in other places, but ultimately make the journey your own. I feel like discipline isn't just a goal or a destination. It's a journey. So just making the journey your own. So being able to say that... Um, there isn't a set rule that you have to go by to actually achieve discipline or achieve motivation in your day-to-day life. And just being able to, I guess, really make the journey your own and being able to experiment with different things like time boxing, developing calendar apps, or just honestly um, getting out of bed and making your bed and making that a day to day goal.
0: I love that. I love everything we've talked about today. You have made motivation and discipline a really fun topic and it's been just a pleasure talking with you all today about how we can make this part of our lives, how we have grace with ourselves and and how we really can use this as something to drive and be successful and do the things we all want to see and achieve. I want to thank you so very much for spending time with us today on Talk to Be Well and sharing your advice on how to incorporate motivation and discipline into your everyday lives and habits. If you are looking for support with your mental health or or any other issues, please find us at providence.org. And for parents, teachers, and educators, look us up at worktobewell.org. That's work, the number two, bewell.org. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Henderson, and this has been
2: Talk to Be Well. Be well, everybody.